Hi, friends. Hello, hello. You're listening to I'm Sorry What the Podcast with Ashley Sleek. I'm sorry, what? It's just like I showed up at your front door, bottle of wine in hand with 30 minutes of juicy-ass gossip to talk about. Like, who doesn't want to do that? I'm sorry, what? We're just here to talk about all those moments that make you really question what's going on in life. Like, why are you hung up over Brad from Bumble? How did Kylie get pregnant again? And, you know, why are you living at home at the ripe age of 29? (laughs) Or is that just me? I'm sorry, what? Hello, hello, and welcome back to I'm Sorry With The Podcast. I'm Ashley Sleek, and uh, I have a new intro. I don't know if you heard it, are loving it, are enjoying it, Um, but, you know, it's been me overthinking it a hundred times, not that anyone's surprised, because we all know I'm mentally unstable, Uh, so I really kept overthinking oh my gosh, what's it going to sound like? How should I make it cool? Do I use clips? Blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I don't know. I was being a hot mess. But I know that in order to have a successful podcast, I need to have a little like intro to it. So that way, when someone listens to it for the first time, they know what they're getting into. And I thought, what better scenario than me showing up at your front door with a bottle of wine? And I didn't talk about it last episode because I wasn't sure if I was actually going to have it done. But it's done and it's there and I hope everybody likes it. Um. So anyways, yes, I am really uh, excited for today's episode. Not that that is any different than any other day, but I do have, you know, some fun excursion Ashley slash Smashley stories for you. But here's the deal. I'm going to save my dating content for the end of the podcast because I do ask my lovely parents to tune out at that point. Um, I don't know if it's more for me or for them. Uh, it saves me the sheer embarrassment of them knowing just what what their daughter is up to. Um, but then also for them, you know, they just shouldn't know what's going on in my world over there. So I wanted to, last time I talked about it like early and then my dad only got to listen to like a few minutes of the podcast. So we're going to throw dating into the end of the show, but there's still a lot of good content coming up here in the beginning, of course. Um, <laughs> so I wanted to start because I had this random ass thought. I would go was going through TikTok, which we know I do literally all the time. It is a bad habit, but I was seeing all these like posts. Um, There's a little trend that's going on where you like post a picture with your mans or your partner or whatever. And it's like you saved me or all this. Like there's just a lot of like very sappy love TikToks. And I just wanted to vomit thinking about how I would have done all these. There is no freaking way I would not have been so deep into these TikTok trends like begging my boyfriend to do them with me. And of course, he probably wouldn't have because he was a brat. But like I would have been so upset about this. And I don't know, I would have like really wanted that and then would have had to be stuck with those memories like yuck, yuck. And I I do continually end up on couples TikTok, which is so annoying because I couldn't be more single, like leave me alone. You know, I'm happy for them. I just don't want to see it. But then when and then but then now I see it and I'm like, ugh. I'm so cringy thinking about how I would have like done that. So in a social media discovery, um, did you guys know that the guy 
who plays Luke Danes on Gilmore Girls. You know how much I talk about Daddy Luke over here, like so obsessed. But he has a podcast about Gilmore Girls. It's called I'm All In. And it's like all about Gilmore Girls. Of course, I didn't listen to it to be prepared for my statement that I'm making today. But I thought it was so shocking. E! News actually put out like a little Instagram post that said the guy who played Jess was on the podcast. And I was like, oh, what podcasts are they on together? And then it's his. I think his real name is Scott Patterson or something. And I checked his Instagram account and I was like, this looks exactly like what I would imagine Luke Stain, like Luke Danes's Instagram to look like. It was spot on. I was freaking out. I was like, oh, my God, does Daddy Danes have an Instagram? It was it was cracking me up. So anyways, um, if you want to go check it out, I found it on Apple Podcasts. That's um, and I'm sure it's everywhere else. That's, you know, where most of my listeners are from. But welcome if you're from any other platform. Love to see you. Love to have you. So, yeah, in case you didn't know, now you know. I've realized something. This will lead into like later stories, but I, I learned how hard it is to drink when you've stopped really drinking a lot. So normally, I wasn't always, you know, a crazy drinker, but I feel like I had weekday drinks and then I would do like weekend partying, you know, but I really haven't been doing a lot of weekday drinking or even the weekends that much for that matter. But I feel like I'm stuck in the scary cycle of like me making up like I drink one day of the week and it's like enough for the rest of the week. So um, I need to work on that because it's not it's not worth the Sunday hangover when I'm like way too wild on a Saturday. Does, does everyone get that? I just I always blows my mind when I think back to college, Ashley, like I was doing class and work after nights out. No freaking way. You could not pay me to like get blacked out and stay out to like 3 p.m. on a Tuesday and be expected to do work. I work from home. And I still, you could not pay me to to sit there and do that shit. <laughs> I want to jump into a little bit of hot gossip because um, it's actually, uh, I didn't really cover the Met Gala that much and I still don't really want to. I don't have much to say because it was kind of a snooze to me. But I thought it was really funny because people were saying, I saw this meme about Kim K because if you don't know, she came in like a literal all black outfit. Someone described her as a Dementor and I can't unsee it, but it was literally like full face cover the whole thing. And someone was like, how iconic do you have to be that everybody recognized you and you didn't like you didn't show your face like none of you was showing. It's like um, iconic or Kanye. Because the reason I knew that was Kim K is because that's some dumbass shit that Kanye would do. Like, I'm pretty sure she was wearing something similar, like all black face covered for some Donda thing that he did. Like, that is the Kanye effect on Kim. Like, you think that bitch really didn't want to show her fucking face? Please, please. She's got narcissism written all over her face. And I can say that as a narcissist myself. We, you know, we're friends. We love each other. (laughs) narcissist not Kim she doesn't even know me anyways I was just like you guys not one part of me thought oh my gosh how iconic we know who that is I just thought yeah no one would be that weird to do that shit except for probably Kim Kardashian because Kanye made her do it they're like not together anymore and I still feel like somehow in their divorce like Kanye still got rights to dress Kim you know what I mean except for right after Like right when she got divorced, she was looking good. Her outfits were on point. And I was like, this is because she's not with Kanye anymore. But now they're like 
doing whatever. I don't think they're getting back together, but they're definitely talking and he's definitely back in control of her closet. Honey, get out. Listen, you used to organize Paris Hilton's closet. It is only fair that she does it for you now. Like, get out of the Kanye life. A lot of old interviews about the Met Gala were resurfacing. And this one was going around about Brie Larson, who um, was in this iconic Met Gala selfie, as it's called, uh, with Kylie Jenner and a bunch of other people. And she said that the the bathroom at the Met Gala is where everybody goes to, like, be beautiful and smoke together and take pictures and like do all this crazy shit. And all I kept thinking about was how I could never go to the Met Gala. I have Crohn's disease. There is no way I would make it. The commercials are correct. You never know when it's going to hit you. And so I could be sitting there, you know, in my all black Donda outfit and I have to go in there and dodge Kylie Jenner selfies just to take a shit. And then, of course, it's going to smell like, can you imagine? I was like, where does where do people actually pee? Like, do you think there's two separate bathrooms and one's like an outhouse and that's where you actually urinate? Because, I mean, every time I see these dresses, look, they're iconic. They're beautiful. But I always wonder how they're going to the bathroom. Always. And now I know it's because nobody pees and the bathrooms are used for selfies. I can't handle that kind of pressure. So I would like to revoke my invitation to the Met Gala. Thank you. Also, the Emmys were on yesterday. Well, it will be a few days now because I'm recording this on Monday, of course. But, you know, they were they were pretty good, too. I'm not going to lie to you. I was really, really tired. So I ended up falling asleep uh, towards the end, which is not a reflection of the Emmys. It's just... I couldn't do it. I was like, my eyes are barely staying open. I was kind of in and out of sleep all day. So I I missed the ending, but I really love seeing the Shits Creek cast. It freaks me out that like we might not see them together anymore. You know what I mean? Because like the show's not on. So they had one grace year after your show is kind of not on for like, oh, it's still fun to have the whole cast together. And then it starts to get kind of sad. You know what I mean? So um. <laughs> Uh, it was really it was really great to see them. And then, you know, I thought it was really cute. Elizabeth Olsen was there and she looked stunning, of course, as ever. But it turns out her dress was made by Mary Kate and Ashley. Like, I thought that was really, really cute. So they ended up making her uh, red carpet dress and she looked stunning, of course. You know, it was really hard to watch Jason Sudeikis's face. And he, he he was doing a lot of winning. Um, Ted Lasso won a bunch of awards. They were doing great. But, you know, it's hard to not look at him and just see, like, sad, sad, I lost my wife to Harry Styles. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, I felt like he had sad eyes. And then he won his award. And he's like, you know, I've just been going through a lot this year. And we're all thinking, yeah, we know your wife left you for Harry freaking Styles. It's like you can't even be mad. You can't even be mad. He's an icon. He's a legend. He's an absolute like heartthrob. Like you can't you can't be too upset about it. But it just really uh, it broke my heart for him. I'm sure he was also emotional because of the fact that like his show was doing well at the Emmys. But it's really hard for me to watch him there like alone was alone by a date you know what I mean maybe he maybe his date was there but they weren't they weren't very interactive I didn't like google it but I just saw him sitting all by himself and he looked good his suit looked good listen it's no watermelon sugar high but it was he looked good and it was just it was a little hard to watch (laughs) and then Conan O'Brien was just living his best life Conan O'Brien had the epitome of senioritis at the Emmys like he he was at his point where he's retiring He's not going to be probably nominated for an Emmy again. Maybe they'll invite him back to like 
you know, host or something, but he has nothing to lose at this point. So you couldn't really tell what was going on. But the president of the academy or whatever went up to talk and everybody was laughing the whole time. And I heard him kind of mention like, oh, yeah, there's Conan. And I saw a little clip of him and it looked like he was standing and saluting throughout the entire thing but he this guy was trying to do like a serious speech and everybody was laughing i was like conan o'brien gives no fucks and then i didn't see this happen live but i saw it on tiktok today that i guess um when stephen colbert won his award conan o'brien showed up on stage with them they tried to say it was a Kanye west moment but i don't believe so because he didn't try to take the award from what i could see and maybe i just didn't see the whole clip but he was just standing there living his best he's like nope here i am I'm having fun and I have nothing to lose. This morning was finally one of these mornings that I always try to have where I wake up on time and I like do shit to make myself feel better. So I woke up this morning at 5 a.m. But I decided normally I do a 5 a.m. and then I do a workout immediately because I can't wait too long for myself to talk myself out of working out because it will take nothing. I will look outside and see, you know, a sad tree branch and be like, oh, you know what? That tree branch, it looks a little a little too sad for me to go outside today, you know. And then now now that I look at that branch, I'm looking at my Peloton bike and I'm just like, oh, did a tree die so they could build this bike? Bike's not even made out of wood. But suddenly I'm too sad and now I can't work out. So I can't let myself have a lot many excuses. But I woke up just surrounded by the most negative thoughts. And I've been feeling that way for a while. I mean, I think I kind of always am like that, but some days are just more debilitating than others. And I think it's just because, you know, my physical health hasn't been super great. So then my mental health just kind of like journeys on with it. Uh, My therapist asked me about that. She's like, oh, do they kind of like, do you feel like they connect to each other? I'm like, yes, it's annoying. It's a cycle of like, I'm sick. And so then I'm, you know, I'm mad that I'm sick. Because then I have to miss something or, you know, it's just painful and I don't like it. And then I get sad about it. And then it makes me my hurt more. It's just like it's a stupid, stupid ass cycle, but I'm stuck in it. And so this morning, I even though I woke up at five, I was just like, well, you're a fucking loser, which rude. And so I did my journaling first and try to do that as much as possible. And then I went for a walk, which It's very scary still for me to do in the mornings, but I brought along, you know, a flashlight, my pepper spray. I found my pepper spray. So I was like, okay. And, you know, I was making my way downtown, walking fast, faces pass and I'm homebound. And uh, I just, I really, it's kind of weird to me, the people who are up that early, you know, this guy like flashes lights at me and I just about peed my pants. And when I mean like he flashes lights at me and I mean he unlocked his car and his lights flash and I like flew into the air. But it's always just so interesting to see the type of people who are out at like 6 a.m. There are those, you know, those fitness dog people who are outside walking their dog. There's there's my dog's an asshole and woke me up at 6 a.m. People who are still like in their robe looking a hot mess. And I just saw the full variety today and I really appreciated it. I liked I liked getting the whole the whole showdown, if you would. (laughs) But this made me think a lot about goals because um, not only that, but also obviously hitting that thousand download mark was so important to me. Uh, But I wanted to ask people about what goals they have for the rest of the year, because, you know, 2022 is approaching and, you know, we got to like pump ourselves up to to get through the rest of the year, because this has been another fucking rough one, man. Like, I am so tired of having really tough years and 
between 2020 and 2021, like 2021 is just 2020 in a disguise to me because you're allowed to do things, which is great, but then there's still a possibility of COVID. So it's just like, it's so annoying. I hate it. The Delta virus can go suck a dick. It drives me absolutely nuts. But anyways, let me get to goals. I asked in the question of the week this week, what are your goals for the rest of the year? I got some good ones. Cutting out fast food. I'm almost three months in and I'm feeling great. You know what? I um back in the day, I can't remember. I think this was my sophomore or junior year of college. I cut out fast food for the whole year and it was great. I mean, it became inconvenient when I was like playing lacrosse and we would go on these road trips and stuff. Uh, so I always had to be like really prepared and meal prep and stuff. And also when I was drunk, that was super annoying. But besides that, I actually didn't find it like too, too hard. And it was probably a lot nicer on my stomach. So I think that was a great goal. Um, you know, if if you want a Taco Bell every once in a while, I don't think you should deny yourself a Taco Bell every once in a while. But I get it. Um, exercising more and trying to eat a little healthier, not trying to put too much pressure on myself though. This is a really good point because I think I've been, I've been reading a lot and listening to a lot of TikToks about fitness culture and stuff like that and how, you know, the pressure to not eat anything you don't want to, which is kind of why I made that like little joke about Taco Bell, because I feel like if you deny yourself everything, then you're just going to develop this really bad relationship with food, which is something that I've had for a long time as someone who's like constantly trying to do my fitness pal, Weight Watchers and all this stuff. It just kind of I mean, it's good to know what foods are better for your body. But I think when you start bullying yourself about what you're eating, you know, it kind of has a negative down spiral. So, you know, eat things that are going to make you feel good because you can't honestly tell me that if you ate you know, a ho-ho every morning, you're going to feel amazing at the end of the week. But if you want to have a ho-ho, have a ho-ho. Does that make sense? Just really (laughs) obsessed with that. Convert fully to plant-based eating. That is awesome. I love that. Um, To finally go to therapy. I just got a therapist not too long ago. And, you know, we're still, I'm still feeling it out to see how, you know, we're going to get along. But I am loving it. I just really miss therapy. It's so great just to have a dedicated time where someone just literally has to listen to you. And I understand that you're paying for them, but it's like it's worth it. And it's a total invest in you thing. And I highly recommend it to everyone. I know that it's not everybody's thing, but I think you should keep trying until you find someone that you really connect with and like, because usually I feel like when therapy doesn't work out for people. It's usually because the person in them didn't work out. So I love that for you. I was going to the gym pretty regularly, but stops, I guess I got to start going again. Yes, you got this. I, I feel worlds better. Like I'm not one of those crazy exercise people either, obviously, as I described earlier, but I do have to say after going on a walk this morning, like my energy from this Monday versus last Monday, like even I'm, I did not think last episode was a bad episode at all. Don't get me wrong. But um, I really, really had to pump myself up for that one. And this one I was just kind of like excited and and ready for. You know what I mean? So I recommend the whole working out. And um, if you want to answer the question of the week, just make sure you're following me on Instagram at Ashley Sleek. That's Ashley with two E's. And it's super fun. I just post one every Monday morning and then we chat about your answers here on the podcast. So it's like you're my co-host for the day. It's super fun. I love it. Okay. This is the part of the podcast where I'm going to get into my dating life. So dad, mom, sister, you may leave. I know my sister won't. 
which is why I was like holding back on some of my jokes I wanted to make today. But I decided that I'm not going to do that because listen, she's just going to if she chooses to listen, she's listening. And I cannot sacrifice my good comedic stories for my single bitches who listen to this podcast to relate and for my relationship bitches who listen to this podcast in the dating part to live vicariously through me. I will not be letting you down. Okay, I will not. So sister, feel free to continue, but I'm going to pretend like you're not here. So you pretend like you're not here too. Um, And just so you know, it's not because I don't love my sister. I just feel like I don't know. She holds me to a higher value and I can't just let her down with my trashiness, but we're doing it anyways. All right, you guys. So um, <laughs> I went out this weekend. So I went out for girls, girls day uh, with Kim because it had been a while actually since just the, like the two of us really like went and did a wine tasting and it was super fun. And then we met up with my friend Aaron and it was super great. And, you know, we did like we had mimosas at like 10 a.m. And then we hit a few wineries and then we decided to hit downtown P-Town and um, which for um, people that's that's Pleasanton. So I made it sound a little bit more, um, you know, gangster than it really is or cool or whatever. Uh, so <laughs> we decided to go down there and, um, you know. I had I didn't remember this story, not because I was actually too drunk at this point. I just saw it. But I took a a TikTok that I'll post later where I talked about how this guy, the waiter at the um, we always go to McKay's in Pleasanton. If you haven't been there, it's fun. And um, I just, you know, love the atmosphere, whatever. So but the bartender there was super cute. And I was just like, you know a little tipsy enough to not be cool. And so basically he asked me because I was like, oh, what? what IPAs do you have on tap, you know? And he was like, oh, are you looking for a single IPA or a double IPA? And I was like, well, normally I love, you know, double IPAs. But since I'm single, I guess I'll look at the singles. Like, I mean, it's it's a choice to announce your, you know, status like that. But um, yeah, he did not reciprocate. So, you know, I mean, A for effort on trying on that one. But yeah, that was a lot. So anyways, so then... <laughs> So then we went out to a different bar and as Kim and Aaron described it, well, as Kim described it, haven't got Aaron's take on this completely, but she was saying that what was so fun about, you know, kind of wing womaning me was they would just like point out at someone who they thought was cute and I would just go talk to him. So it's kind of like real life Bumble in a way, you know, like when, you know, Bumble lets you can let your friends like swipe for you and stuff. Um, that that's what we were doing, because I I think the bar scene is my scene and I, I don't love that about myself, but I would much rather just walk up to someone sitting alone and try to have a conversation with them as a member from Ohio and um, do it that way. So I did that. And then, you know, it was time to like leave together. And um, I live at home. So I can't take anybody home with me per se. And, you know, he had a child. Hi, daddy problems. And so we couldn't go back to his place. Um, so... We went to a Motel 6. So I've officially hit, I think, I want to say this is a downward spiral, but I'm I'm putting it as an upward one where, you know, uh, I had a one night stand in a Motel 6. And I feel like that 
is just something that might end up getting written on my tombstone. I'm not sure. I look at it two ways. In one way, what a girl boss move that I got someone to buy me like a hotel room on a night out. Like, that's so fun. Um, he said the motel sex was the only thing available. But, you know, we'll just we'll we'll figure that out later. Um, <laughs> but what was so funny about that, too, was that, you know, he wasn't drinking. So he um, drove my car and he uh, stopped to put air in the tires for me. And I was like, wow, swoon. When you come from an ex-boyfriend who like literally bought you a headlight, like my headlights were out in my car for months. And by months, I mean probably a year because my ex like bought a headlight for me and said he would replace it and then just never did it. So it was just like sitting there until, you know, I went to Big O Tires with my friends who've been dealing with my car for years. And they're like, yes, we'll fix this for you. I was like, sorry, my ex was the D-bag who didn't do shit for me. So of course, like, it's hard. I'm halfway there. My standards are low, but they're not quite. It's just like this. It's like, buy me a hotel. If it's a Motel 6, I guess I'll live, you know? <laughs> so anyways, um, that happened. And I feel like the epitome of 2021 single life is that I need to go, you know, to get a rapid COVID test and a plan B. I feel like that just really that image right there really sums up just what it's like. You know, I'm not saying I wasn't safe on both ends, like definitely use protection. And I asked for, you know, COVID vaccine status, but I have anxiety. So I don't believe that anything's safe anywhere. So here we are. Um, <laughs> that joke I just couldn't like sacrifice for to not make people uncomfortable. It was too good. Anyways, that happened. And um, the thing is, uh, is that I woke up in the morning to a text message from Kim that just said, you know, hi, stepmom, question mark, question mark. And I was like, wonderful, wonderful. I also love how hard, um, hard I try to like sneak back in my parents' house, knowing damn well, if they just wanted to listen to the whole podcast, they would know exactly where I was. Like, I'm not playing them at all, but I'm trying because, you know, doing a walk of shame is one thing, a walk of shame right through your own parents' house. It's a whole nother thing. So I am definitely... Definitely, um, you know, really rethinking that whole living at home thing. The, the the rent, the no rent is really nice. But yeah, the single part here is is really rough. Um, <laughs> so then <laughs> I come to discover something that I just can't believe. And that is that this guy has like a full blown Mormon family. And if you're new to my life, you might not understand why that is significant. So let me explain. So growing up, I had, you know, a group of friends that were all Mormon and I became the president of the Mormon club, the Choose the Right Club, as it was called in high school. We just did a lot of like volunteer work and they were my friends. And I didn't like really think about it at the time because I feel like I didn't understand the politicalness of of that. But you know, they were my best friends and I wanted to like, I loved, I love leading. I'm a narcissist. So, you know, obviously um, I led this club, but then it's just kind of like, I'm still, still friends with, you know, my Mormons and I love them to death. And, but it really, it really led uh, to this trend, not totally a trend, but my ex's family was Mormon. And then this guy's family is Mormon, which there's this TikTok that's like, if I had a nickel for every time something that something happened, I'd only have two, but I feel like that's rare enough, right? Like, that's how I feel. It is, it is happened only twice, but somehow 
I just feel like it's weird that it's happened twice. So I don't know if I'm just attracting ex-Mormons, if they like smell like I'm going to I'm going to understand your family, but like I'm not going to push you into the like, you know, the Mormon pool or whatever. Uh, I don't know what's happening there, but it is so strange. It's so freaking strange to me. But the best part about all this is that this guy's moving to Australia. So I guess that is also my type is um, people moving. So we have Ohio and we have Australia now, which now that I'm thinking about it, am I getting caught in the most stereotypical boy lie? Like, are they not moving? Oh my God. I didn't really like think that out until right now. Are they lying to me? That's so embarrassing. Here I was thinking I had these fun stories about these like one night friends ish that like move away and I'm like oh my god this is my type and they both totally could be freaking lying to me next time I get drunk with somebody I'm gonna start sharing location I'm gonna make I'm gonna sneak into their phone and share location I know that sounds crazy but I'm doing it anyways I like that for me uh, <laughs> so yeah um I, I I'm back bitches when I threw it out into the universe last episode that I wanted a hoe phase the universe looked back at me and said you know what bitch I got you now universe I would also like to ask to be like a millionaire and have my podcast be super famous like call her daddy status you know what I mean where Spotify is like paying for me so um if I could throw that back out into the universe and you know you guys can catch and give it back to me I would really appreciate that yeah so anyways what a day um also that does kind of lead me into my I'm sorry what moment of the week which of course has to be about men because they're trash and I have just discovered like how annoying it is to text men and I, I realize that me making these statements is probably just going to mean like they're not into me. But like, hear me out. It's happened with the last few guys that like I've been texting. They text me first and then like give me nothing in the conversation. It's as if them just saying, hey, was enough. Like it's happened so many times where I'll be like, you know, they say, hey, and I'm like, hey, how are you? And they're like, oh, I'm good. Or they're like, tell me about their day. But then they don't ask you about your day. Like, what the fuck is that about? Oh, that is the easiest response. And you? But I don't get that. And then I'm like, what am, am I just supposed to respond about your day and like how you were? Like, what about me? Like, I'm not saying I would trust me. I'd, I It's surprising to sound out of my mouth because obviously I love to talk about myself, but I would rather hear about your day, but at least ask me about mine so we can start conversation. Because what am I supposed to do? Just tell you? After you say like, oh, yeah, it was good. Tough day at work. Been really busy. And then I'm just supposed to be like, oh, yeah, me too. Because, you know, I've mentioned this before on the podcast. Like if you ask me how my day is going, I'm going to like tell you a whole freaking story. But like no one's asking. And then why did you text me? If you didn't want to have a conversation, if you didn't want to know about my day, then why did you text me? Just like leave me alone. You know what I mean? And you're not like you're either ghost me or text me to tell me what's up. But like. I don't need a I don't need a half spirit here. Like, I, I don't need you half crossing into the afterlife here. Like, commit. Text me or don't. It's just weird. I just I, I don't I genuinely don't understand. Also, because I I'm not a really good texter and I don't like doing it. And it gives me like such weird anxiety that like, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't I don't want to. I don't want to text you. And now I'm have to. And now you get, gave me that weird like feeling that you get when someone that you you know, have a crush on is texting you and that's annoying. So now you just got my like energy up just for me to be hit back with, you know, nothing. It's really annoying. It is hard out here in the streets, you guys. It is hard. I know I, I say that a lot on this podcast, but that's because I'm back on the streets and this is all I know. This is all I know. <laughs> 
Okay, you guys, thank you so much for listening to this hot mess of a podcast. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And don't forget, you know, you are beautiful. You deserve an embassy suites. But if every once in a while you need a Motel 6 night, I I support you. Okay, I support you. I get it. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to like, comment, subscribe and download. Share this podcast with a friend um, and, you know, have yourself a good night and don't judge yourself. Okay, and be safe and be kind. And I love you. Okay, bye.